So the dog, you got a seat? You want to get a seat right there? Everybody take a seat. All right. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask these ladies. Oh, let me let y'all get y'all down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, listen up. All right, so here. All right, listen up. Hold on, don't start. All right, listen up. Listen up, please. Listen up, quiet. All right, they got two minutes. No, that's cool, man. That's good stuff. Man, it's not a bit really nasty. Next time I do, man, it's. Alright, listen up. You have two minutes. It's ten gummies in there. Whoever you get the most out in two minutes. You know what? Since it melted a little bit, let's say whoever get the first ten out. Ten in there, each one, right, Jeffrey? So once you get ten out. Alright, but I. Huh? Make another cup for them to put it in there. I guess there's a third one on the table. All right. Yeah. This one right here, okay? I have wives. You have wives? Bring them out of Oh, we have cups. Good. So, the winner, the winner of this, you'll get one movie ticket. The gallery of cinemas. Now, I don't have it right here with right now, but you will get it on Sunday. All right. All right, so. So, say cheese, this is the fourth picture. Now, after on your mark, you got ten. Get set, go. Go on. Give me the music. Give me the music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's play on the
Tonight we want to start a series called Weird. How many of y'all ever met a weird person? All right. How many of y'all think I'm weird? I'm glad. You know, I'm glad. You know? So sorry. Huh? Huh? 25%? So I'm 75% normal. All right, well. 50%, eh? I'm 50-50? All right, well, tonight we want to look at weird. And this is because normal isn't working. And you may be wondering, well, what are we talking about? And if, how many of y'all looked at the initial page and thought, what is Nicholas talking about, like, to be weird? Anyone wondered what in the world he was talking about? No one? Who even looks at the initial page? All right. Thank you, thank you. Because it's like, you know what? We, huh? Huh? Question? All right, okay, we'll get to that. But we want to look at a scripture tonight as we start in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 to 14. And my lovely assistant in the back will bring it on the screen for you. Thank you. This, this is the whole premise of what we're talking about being weird. And it said in Matthew 7, 13 and 14, it says, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. I want you just to imagine for a second, as you think about this verse, we need to understand something about this verse, first of all. This is Jesus talking. Jesus is talking here as part of the Sermon on the Mount. And he says to them, look, enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction. You see, what he's saying is this, look, the way of the world is very easy to live. The way that leads to, to destruction is very easy. And many of you are going to find this. Many of you are on that road. And I think for me and you tonight, when we think of this of ourselves, because as we look around our world today, we are living in a wicked, corrupt world. If you look at the TVs, as you saw a couple of weeks ago, we see little children, six and seven-year-olds, getting killed in a school. You know, we are living in a world that's corrupt. There's a lot of problems. And you see, this is what he's saying, is that these people that are down this road, it's easy to live this life. These are the normal people. These are the people that are normal. Those who are living what we expect, those are the normal people that we expect the world to look like right now, because who's in charge of the world right now? Who's in charge? Satan. Satan is in charge. God, we'll get into, you know, we could get deep into that. But God's in control, but Satan, he allows Satan this time as we look at this earth. And it goes on, but the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. You see, the Christian life was never meant to be an easy life. The Christian life was never supposed to be a normal life. The Christian life was supposed to be a weird life. A life that's not normal to those that look at us. You see, for me and you, and especially for, as I think of you in school, you know what we try to do? We try to fit in. We try to fit in with the wrong company. We try to do the things that we aren't supposed to do because, you know what, we want to be popular. How many of y'all want to be popular in school? Let's be honest. Now, that's a lie. No one wants to be popular? Well, last the popular? Huh? What about liked? Anyone want to be liked in school? Who wants to be hated in school? You know? 
Mitch won't be hated in school. Terrence is the only one who wants to be popular in school. That's the only honest person. Huh? You want to be liked, right? Everybody wants to be liked. Nobody wants to be popular? Nobody wants to be liked? Alright, y'all can do it to me now. Everybody likes to be liked, right? Okay. So as we think of this, quiet down. So as we think of this, this passage, before we look on, as we think of this passage, we have to understand the concept here. That many are on this road to destruction. Many are living the normal life. And as you can see, it is wide. It's easy to live in the world. It's easy to live the things of this world. It's easy to do the things of this world. But it's hard to live for Christ. It's very hard. You know, I'm not going to stand up here tonight and say, oh, it's easy to be a Christian. Or it's easy to live for Christ in school. No. I'd be lying to you. It wasn't too long ago I was in your, your shoes. In school. You know? I'm only 30, man. I've been only 30. I know it's hard. Peer pressure is a serious thing. But let's look at the next slide as we think of this concept. As we think of this whole concept of being weird. I want you to think about this. If you want what normal people have, do what normal people do. If you want what few, what few people do. You see, we need to recognize what it's saying. If you want what normal people have, as we talk about the world, do what normal people do. Fit in. Do the things that you want to be pleased. You know, you want to be a, a people pleaser. You want to do the things that push you. Do that. But if you wanted what few people have, do what few people do. And as we think of our schools, as we think about our lives, how many of you are willing to stand up? Out of what? I don't want to. How many of you are willing to take a stand in your school? Wherever you go for Christ, no matter what. No matter the consequences. You know, no matter what happens, are you willing to take a stand? You know? A lot of us would probably answer no. We're not willing to take that stand. Because that's the unpopular thing to do. That's the thing that accepted in school. And I know even going to a Christian school, as I went to Kingsway Academy, you know, you still try to live for Christ in a Christian school. Because you know what? This world tells us so much different. This world, as we turn on our TVs, tells us how we need to live to be popular. If you want to be popular, you need to look like this. If you want to be popular, you need to have this. You see... We need to recognize that weird is what we need to be. And it, you know where it starts? It starts first of all in our hearts, but in our minds as we think. And we can look at the next slide, Romans 12, chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. And this is the verse we're going to concentrate on. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, perfect. You see, how we discern, we discern in our minds through the help of God. Because for me and you, our minds will tell us if we don't consult God. And the only way we can consult God is if we are in His Word, if we are studying His Word, if we are praying, if we have a quiet time. 
Let me just tell you something. Coming to church ain't enough. Coming to church never anybody. Coming to church or youth group never saved anybody. God saved them. You see, we could come to church and youth group every week. But you know what? It makes a difference. Because we might be, first of all, here for the wrong reasons. You know, we would be friends. You know, we want to just hang out. And let me just say, that's why you're here. You know, I'm not saying don't come back. But we want you to come. But the reason we do is because we want to see you grow in your faith. We want to see you grow closer to God. And that's why I said, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. And only God can transform us. I can't do it. None of you leaders can do it. So the question is, what relationship with God do you have? You see, you have to have a relationship with God for Him to change you. It can't just be something that you do before you come to youth group. Well, you know, I'm going to open my Bible or Sunday school. It has to be so much more than that. It's a relationship. Let me ask you a question. Think of your best friend in this room. You have a best friend in this room. How did you get to know them better? Did you just say, hi, you know, my name is Jared. And you just went the other way. How did you develop a relationship with your best friend? You talked to him. What else? You got to know him, right? You got to know more about him. You see, we have this, the Word of God. We have prayer. We have a, a constant connection with God. But yet we don't use it. We don't use it. And I'm as guilty as you are when it comes to prayer. You know, we, we have the direct line. We don't have to worry about no service. Because you know that happens a lot on your cell phones. But we have a direct line with God. We can pray to Him, but yet we don't use this direct line. The message, so as a paraphrase, it says it like this. It's not on the slides. It says, Do not become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without ever even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. You see, I can't be changed if I'm not spending time with God. I can't be weird if I'm not trying to look for God. If I just want to... And that's the easy thing to do. The easy thing is just to fit in. The easy thing is just to go about life and say, you know what, I'm just going to fit in. I'm not going to take a stand for God. That's the easy life. That's the norm. But to be weird is to When a conversation comes up, when you hear the language you know you shouldn't hear or you hear somebody talking about somebody and you know they shouldn't be talking about them, you say, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? the first response as a guy? If you said, why are you saying that, man? What would be the first response? You like mine, right? That would be the first response you probably would get. And you know what's so sad? Is that we worry about that so much. You, 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 don't we? Don't we worry about our reputation? Yeah. You see, when we think of this whole concept and we, and, and we change and, we, and our minds change to being a weird concept, everything changes in life. The way we spend our time, our relationship, everything will change. Everything. When we spend time with God. And the question for me and you is, are we willing to spend time with God? Are we willing to say, you know what, I want to be weird in a God way. 
I want to be different in this world. As we think of the last point, we're going to look at don't live like normal people. In 1 Peter 2, 11 and 12, it says, Beloved, I urge you, sojourners and exiles, to abstain from the passion of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Among your Gentiles, honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Say, as aliens, as a stranger. You know, we hear this word, and I actually seen something on the internet today talking about an alien. You know, there's, there's life, you know, in this world. Of course, we know that isn't true, right? But we are to be aliens. We are so strange to this world that we are to make a difference. And that's what it's saying. People would look at me in your life and say, you know what? Something is different about me. Something is different about you. And what does it say? They will see your good deeds and glorify God. So the question for me and you is this. What do people see in my life? What do people see in your life? If I ever said that I was a Christian, would they know it? Would people around me know that I'm a Christian? Or would they say, well, yeah, you know, I could say, well, yeah, I go to church. You know, I go to church every open. You know, I even participate in the choir. I participate on the praise team. I do all these things in church. That's what it's about. Let me tell you something. You could be in every ministry in this church. The only person you're fooling is yourself. Because God knows the truth. God sees our hearts. You know, it's just like a lot of you guys and girls who came to Camp Bahamas. You know, you go to camp every year and you get this, you know, you make this big decision. What happens when you get home? The fire is almost gone. You know why? It's because when you're at a camp, your life is structured. You have to do devotion. You have to do all these things. But you see, that should be the norm of life. We should wake up every morning to our quiet time. We should worship God daily. It shouldn't just be a camp experience. It should be a life experience. And the question for me tonight is this. Why isn't it that way? What difference are we making? What difference are you making in your school? What difference are you making to the people around you, in your families, in your relationships? Are you just being normal? Or are you being weird? Are you being different in this world? You see, it's so easy to fit in. It's so easy. But God wants us to be different. He wants us to point people to Him. And the only way we can do that is by living different lives. In closing, I want, to just see, I want you to think of the one reason. One reason why people say they don't come to church. What is, what is the one reason people say why they don't come to church? Hold on. So much hypocrites. All right, we didn't need to go down. But the church is what? Full of hypocrites. Why do people say that? I don't want no answers. Why do they say that? Because they look at you and me. You see, we got to be different. We got to be the change. And in order for us to change, we have to allow God to change us from the inside out. 
It has to start in here. And it will be seen in our actions. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you for who you are. And Father, we just pray tonight, even as we go to our small groups right now, Father, as we think more about this whole concept of being weird, that, Father, you would help us just to know that you want us to be weird. You want us to be different in this world. You want us to be an example of this world. Father, we know that it's so easy to fit in. It's so easy to just say, you know what, I just want to be in the crowd. But we, it takes so much courage and strength and, and faith in you to just take a stand for you. No matter the ridicule we might get from our friends around us, no matter what people might say, Father, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is what you say. And Father, I pray tonight that you would help us in our small groups as we go through these questions. Father, that you would help us just to realize how much we need you and how we need to change. Each one of us need to change things in our lives. Father, I'm not just talking to these students tonight, but I'm talking to myself. There's so many things in our lives that we need to change so that we could be a better example for you. We just thank you and we praise you for who you are in Jesus' name. Amen.